We're back from the weekend on the Locked On Coyotes podcast as we break down Arizona's loss to the Calgary Flames. And we got to preview another game because it's a game today. Arizona Coyotes versus the Carolina Hurricanes. All that on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlik right beside me on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes on Monday, April 18th, 2022. Arizona Coyotes had a pretty big loss. We're going to get to that in a little bit. But first, I want to thank everyone for making Lockdown Coyotes your first listen every day. We're absolutely free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. We love your support. Really appreciate you guys all tuning in. But let's get to the nitty gritty of it. First and foremost, Carl, a nine to one loss to the Calgary Flames. It looked a lot close after the. It looked like it would be okay after the first period, but the second period again happens, and then, oh my God, what happened? Yeah, it was it was definitely one of the biggest second period collapses that the Coyotes have experienced this season, um, which is just a common trend. We've talked about it all year round. The Coyotes do not have good second periods. They had one of their worst against the Calgary Flames and followed that up with a not great third period. So just a phenomenal loss as the season comes to an end. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, like, but as that's part of the trend though, right? The, the Coyotes have been making these big losses. They only get like, they only score one or two and they, and they end up, you know, getting scored on by an X amount. I put a stat there, a stat here, Carl, on frick on Twitter. Eight yeah. games played in the month of April, eight games played. The Arizona Coyotes have been outscored 45 to 10. Yeah, not good. Not good. I, I do think it's very important to note that this wasn't the plan for the Coyotes like to finish off the year. No. Uh, like you could argue that trading Wedgwood was was a tank move, like something that you kind of expect. But the Coyotes have lost some of their best players and you know, Clayton Keller, Jacob Chikrin, and Lawson Krause touch so many areas of the game, especially this year. Like, they are the two forward penalty killers, like the two top penalty killing forwards from the Coyotes. Like, they're some of the, like, players that you put out there against another team's, like, top line. Like, it makes sense that they are going to struggle right now on both areas of the game. Like they're going to struggle to generate offense. They're going to struggle to keep the other team off the, off the score sheet. Yeah. And that's, and, and again, as we mentioned too, let's not forget that this team is about 60 to 70% Tucson Roadrunners. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, in a better year, they would probably be developing in Tucson. Uh, I, I do think that like losing games, the way the coyotes do, like they're doing right now, that can hurt 
a development of a player. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why, you know, in the beginning of the year, you and I were talking about is make sure to try to keep the core players healthy because you don't want to have to call players up. Yeah. Because we want to be able to keep the players um, in a you know in a stable position for a, for an entire year. They don't have to freaking get thrown to the wolves, and they can develop correctly. And unfortunately, injuries after injuries, P players get called up, and it just makes a whole mess out of everything else. Um, and again, you can never ask for a perfect year. You can never yeah. like because like. Injuries are going to happen no matter what, but this to this level, we're pretty much the entire Roadrunners are on uh, are on the Coyotes roster. Like it's ridiculous. I mean, exactly. And I, I am kind of like I was glad to see Jose Romero tweet out that uh, Torini's like acknowledged, like yeah, the team is not here mentally, and you know, with a team full of younger players like AHL guys. Like, they're not necessarily going to have that, like, kind of mental fortitude yet. Like, younger players do not like to lose. Like, no. you, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, that could really just kind of, like, hamper their, like, drive. And, you know, I, I'm glad that so far we're not seeing that. Like, the team definitely needs someone to step up. But I, I don't necessarily see the younger players coasting as much. Uh, Jack McBain got his first NHL point uh, against the Calgary Flames, a secondary assist on the lone Coyotes goal, and, and that's great to see. Uh, something that I talked about in the solo episode, like just like, yeah, I want Smith and McBain to get like goals and points and just kind of like use this as a launch into next season. But I, I don't know how much they could really do at this point. Like they're just limping to the end, you know, and a lot of it goes back to some of the things that we talked about. Um, not this, I mean, like a little bit this year, but also at the big, be- like when I had you on as a guest initially in the earliest stages of, you know, last season when we were, when I, when we were first launching the locked on coyotes podcast, you know, with myself at the helm and even before that, when you and I were doing Desert Dogcast for, on yeah. Five for Howling, you know, we, we talked about the same the same themes about, you know, young players, because, you know, then under the talk system, you still had young players, and mm-hmm. just confidence. They had a major confidence problem because, again, going back to the, they don't like losing, and they're just not in the right headspace because they get shaken up. Yeah. And, and it's something that I've brought up repeatedly this season, like you can't really argue with the team like that they should have more confidence because they have a realistic sense of where they're at as a team. And that's just like low because they're a rebuilding team. Like the, it's not something where you can like, you see good teams that go through these like, you know, funks and you're just like, snap out of it. You're better than this. The guys aren't better than this. This is, this is the coyotes. They're slightly better than this, but you know they're not that much better than this. Yeah, absolutely. But unfortunately, again, Coyotes fans. Well, let's say fortunately, Coyotes fans. You've got only what six more, seven more games left. Six more games. Seven. Seven more games left in the season until it's over, and you can relax for a little bit. You don't have to watch a team losing um, until back in, in, in until october comes back which is i guess kind of a good thing but yeah. anyways 
we got to get more though. We got again. We have a game tonight. Um, the we had to get to. We're gonna talk about that in just a moment. But first, I want to talk to you guys about our friends from Athletic Greens. I want to tell you guys that they have this, you know, this amazing new product, AG1, an amazing uh, powder that really, really helps your gut health, helps your energy, helps your immune system. Because it's better than just taking pills and vitamins because it's all that in one amazing powder for, you can just mix in your drink. I personally mix it with my with some orange juice in the morning. It gets me up, gets me going, and it's just super healthy because it's, again, it, it's, it's all natural too and it has everything you can possibly need. You don't have to buy hundreds of different kinds of of vitamins. So it's time to reclaim your health and and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop of cup of water, one one scoop of it in your water every day and that's it. No need for a million different pills supplements, just look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and free five free travel packs with your purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so back here on the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Once again, we want to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. We also highly encourage you guys after this to go ahead and check out our friends of the Locked On Now podcast. They got nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It is also free and available wherever you get your podcasts. But now let's talk about a game tonight, Carl. Arizona Coyotes are back on the ice. They are playing the, the Carolina Hurricanes. Yep. They are playing uh, what is currently the top team of the Metropolitan Division. They have one more regulation win compared to the New York Rangers, which honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed at how things have proceeded for the Rangers. Uh, they have had a very quick retooling. Um but, I mean, normally I would say this is a good time for the Coyotes to be facing the Hurricanes. They've lost the last two, uh, including a 3-0 loss to the Detroit Red Wings. But I, I just don't see the Coyotes having the, the energy for this one. No, with, uh, especially with the trends that the Coyotes have been playing. Again, yeah. you mentioned, I mentioned the stat, you know, 45-10. to 10. Let me just read off the scores, and that already tells you something. Five to zero loss, three to two overtime win, five one loss, five one loss, six one loss, six two loss, seven one loss, and nine one loss. Yep. Like here's a trend here, and and some of these teams are nowhere near as good as the Carolina Hurricanes. Absolutely. So whoo. we are basically back at the point where the Coyotes need to play every single part of the game perfectly. And I mean, the fact that they have four games coming up this week, that's just going to be so tiring. Like, who do you start? Do you start Vimelka? Do you start Sateri? Like, there's no real good option right now. Yeah, because neither of them are like Vimelka. Is, it's not like, you know, January through March Vimelka, right? Yeah. Or even 
because like that was an amazing version of Emilka. That's kind of fizzled out. Sateri is finally is like only finding back his footing into the, into the North American game. You know, it's yeah, and it, obviously you can tell he had a decent first period, but then that collapse kind of just hit him right in the face. Yeah. Um, and it's it's real unfortunate because we've seen this a lot with Vimelka. And, you know, I, I I just want the team to, like, sit him for, like, three games and be like, all right, we're going to get your game back. But if they did that, like, there'd be four games left in the year. Like, this is not, like, the time for him to be, like, stuttering. Or maybe it is because the Coyotes are currently two points, like, behind the Montreal Canadiens. So if you're on tank team, this is, like, kind of the best case scenario for you. Shame for Shane. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, it's 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 like I said before, though. It's definitely one of those things where, at, at a certain point, you do have to be concerned about the the mental state of the players and the fan base. The nine one game like really seemed to break some people on Twitter. I don't know why, but it it hurt them a bit more than usual. I mean, did you follow? the like some of my tweets i'm just like at first i was like second period collapse woo, and then all of a sudden like oh yeah it 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 started off bad or it started off like in a way that we all knew it was gonna go and then it just got worse and then i thought it got funny again like by the time it kind of like by the time it got to like seven one I was like, okay, this is just, yeah. this is just, like, this is, like, sad funny now. Yeah. You're like, just, uh, okay, uh, I have nothing to do. I'm just going to sit back and watch this. Uh, and, I mean, I, I I tweeted out that, you know, just remember the time that the Coyotes beat the Detroit Red Wings 9-2. And that kind of puts this loss in perspective because they have done some good things this year. but. Right now, it's just it's it's not good. No, it's not. But again, only seven games left after yep. tonight. There's going to be only six games left, and but what did I say? The Coyotes need six points, seven points. Uh, I think seven points to tie seven, their, to tie yeah. their worst. Um, I mean, obviously that's a whole other story. But like, you know, try to you know. Well, the team itself isn't going to focus on it, but you know the organization will be keeping an eye on that on those lottery percentages. Yeah, as, and where it, Montreal and, is, absolutely. And I do think that, like, if you are on the team, like, you need to do something, like, to show like that you are deserving of a contract. So many of the players are pending free agents and this is something that we'll probably talk about you know next month after the the season's over but like it's there's a couple players where you cannot make a case for them getting another contract like i don't expect them to be doing their best right now but like i expect a little bit more and they're just not giving it because remember we that's what we talked about before the season began a lot of these players were on contract years, and they had to prove they deserved in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, and again, we're going to talk about that in a future episode. Maybe you know we have some t- with some downtime. There are some players who haven't done that. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's absolutely. Be, and and it, 
and it's not just like one group of players. Like I, I think the veterans haven't done nearly enough. I think some of the younger players haven't either. Like there's some like, you know, tough cuts that are going to need to be made, but there's a, a lot of road runners who are, you know, anxious to kind of go and they're, you know, I, I think the team next year needs to focus on getting players who can kind of like keep the energy in the room, keep things going because they're really just lacking that at, that mo- at the moment. They need a guy to kind of like step up and be like, no, we are going to do this. And they don't have it. Yeah. Not right now, especially with like, you know, the best player is injured. Right. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. That's, what, that's what hurts even more. That's what hurts even more. And again, and unfortunately when you're up against the Carolina hurricanes to, like you are tonight, um, that's going to make things even more hurt, you know, detrimental to that kind of, you know, confidence mentality to bring up another person to try to step up because yeah, I mean the hurricanes probably are realizing that they like they're in a safe spot, but you know, why not? Like, they're the kind of t- they seem like the kind of team that just you know because it's at this point in the season that they want the most out of their standings points just just punch the Coyotes in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, like they definitely seem like they want to you know finish at the top of the division, finish with the easier matchup. Uh, and let's be real, like looking at their next couple games, they're playing the Coyotes, the Jets, the Devils, the Islanders the Rangers and the devils again, like this is, uh, they're in for a fun last, <laughs> last couple of games. Yeah. This is like a warm up lap more than anything. Like the coyotes are facing one of their toughest matchups. The hurricanes are just like, yeah, it's a light sparring. Uh, we're just gonna like, you know, have an easy couple of weekends drifting into the playoffs. Yeah, we just want, we just want to focus on, you know, get, getting our, you know, game reps in, you yeah. know, before the playoffs. Because, again, we know we don't want to get rusty, so we're going to play our players like we normally would for a game, but yeah, without overdoing it because rest versus rest. Yeah, yeah. Like, there is absolutely no reason, like, if if you're the Carolina Hurricanes and, heaven forbid, like, the score is tied late in the third period, are you playing your best players? Maybe not. Maybe you're just like, eh. <laughs> Have the third line go out there. Uh, Have Martin do something. Let's see what he can do. Uh, Or see, I'm going to have to hate to see Tony and Giangelo out there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Uh, No. Or the player I always forget is still with the Carolina Hurricanes, Derek Stepan. Kudos to Stepan. Always is like the ignored coyote. I uh he is he's doing okay. He's doing okay with the the hurricanes. Yeah, he is I <laughs> I forget he's there too. Yeah, exactly. Like how about how about another thing another conversation that we were talking about with uh with, with some of our colleagues at the Lockdown Network. Max Domi is on a Carolina Hurricane. Yeah, what about yeah. those freaking what are just those, those kind of players that you just don't like <laughs> that they happen to end up on the Hurricanes? Yeah, I I really don't know because like uh, it's definitely like one of those things where the Carolina Hurricanes are like the nexus of a bunch of players. I'm like, eh, mm -mm." but I mean, Ranta, I'm never going to have ill will against Ranta. Much, much love for Ranta. 
Yeah. But other than that, though, the uh, the term bunch of jerks turned in from a joke to kind of real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Art imitating life and then life imitating art. Oh, absolutely fine. We still got more to get to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We got to talk about our predictions for tonight's game. All of that coming up in just a moment. But first, a couple words from Carl. First up, I have a message from our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. You can find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. There's a reason we always use Bet Online when we're looking at the the lines for an upcoming game. You can head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right. It, uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I also have a real quick message from our friends at Built Bar. Uh, and that's Have You Tried the Puffs? If not, you're missing out on one of the best tasting Built Bar flavors. The Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. You get the yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, or my favorite, the banana cream pie. They're all so good, you'll find one that'll be your favorite. Uh, they are low in calorie, high in protein, and you can replace a candy bar with a built bar including one of the puffs head over to built.com use the promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off your order that's promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com so back here on locked on coyotes robin leonu and carl pavlik we're breaking down arizona coyotes versus carolina hurricanes game set for 7 p.m tonight at gila river arena only a few more games left of of Arizona and Glendale, what yep. a feeling that we're gonna have to we're, we're gonna have to do like a retrospective, you know, like discussion about Gila River in a future episode. But yeah, um, going all the way back to jobbing.com for me, <laughs> uh, gonna have to remember to spell that correctly because I have had multiple people get on me for not spelling jobbing correctly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I blame the search engine. Sure, sure. But we're going to get to that later. Now, let's go to our bet online picks of the game. Because as we had to go to it, Carolina Hurricanes are point and a half favorites at minus 130, minus 340 on the money line. So they're pretty heavy favorites. Total points set at six. Hmm. See, I was instinctively going four to Carolina. So that fits well with the six for the for the goals. Also fits well if your puck line too, a point and a half, so that you usually round up the two. Yeah. Um Honestly, with the trends of how the last few Coyotes game is going, I cannot sit like two is the max I can give the Coyotes. Yeah. I could not give anything more. Although it I'm going to say, okay, I'll give the Coyotes two. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they'll get two. But the trend continues 
of just battered Carolina Hurricanes. Wolf scored six. Six. Wow. That is that is high. Um I I do keep thinking that eventually the coyotes are gonna snap out of it and like play some defense, like just kind of like simplify their game in a way that later this week when they yeah. play when when they play Chicago. <laughs> When they play Chicago, that's kind of what we're all hoping for. Like the Chicago game is like the last gasp of like potentially winnable Coyotes hockey. Probably. I mean, yeah. let's. I mean, they look at this last weekend. The you know the Sharks barely lost to the to the Wild, and the Wild were supposed to be a decent team. So like maybe the Coyotes can do the same. Like, yeah, it, it does seem like. I don't know. I, I do kind of wonder if the the start of March, like that kind of like goal explosion, like really mi- is making teams like take the Coyotes seriously in a way that they absolutely do not need to anymore. Like that was that was then. This is now. Uh, like you could probably ease up on the Coyotes a bit, but you know you don't want to like have your season spoiled. It makes sense. One more thing I will like. One thing I will say though. As I look towards, you know, some of these games, you know, if, with Carolina, obviously you want to like, and you know, with with Chicago and with the other teams come, like, you know, most of the teams coming up, you know, next week is all like, okay, yeah, you know, you'd want the Coyotes to try to put out their best effort, but then when it gets to teams that are fringe playoff on the Western Conference, as a as a Western Conference fan. And an anti-Vegas fan, you kind of want to root for other teams to make sure Vegas stays out of that final playoff spot. Uh, I I can understand that, uh, especially because the Coyotes definitely have an incentive for the Stars to make the playoffs. Um, yes, because that that is going to increase the uh, the draft pick uh, for for Wedgwood. Uh, personally, I, I, I like the Predators. I would not mind seeing them and the Dallas Stars sneak into the playoffs. It'd make things more fun too, right? Yeah. Everyone just imagine a playoffs without the Vegas Golden Knights. And and let's be fair, like. I think that Vegas kind of expected that they were going to miss the playoffs this year. Like that's one of the reasons they felt comfortable acquiring Jack Eichel. Like it seemed to be like, yeah, we're going to do bad this year, but we knew that already. Uh, And uh, the, the cap gymnastics that they're going to have to jump through, like it'll be an interesting couple of weeks uh, to watch that. But beyond that, I'm fine with them saying out. Uh, it'll just make me happy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, and I'm probably speaking for a lot of you guys out there too, because you know, desert kind of desert rivalry. It was supposed to happen, but it maybe some of you guys caught on. Like I, like, like I mean, my hate of Vegas or dislike for Vegas. I can't. I won't say hate because you know, hate is a strong word. My sure. dislike for Vegas, uh, it's rooted from a difference thing and a lot of you guys know what that different thing is but uh but still i'm i'm sure a lot of you guys feel the same way as i do that you want to see them gone (laughs) i mean i i don't think anyone is really like 
has any love for the Vegas Golden Knights right now. Like just as a as a fan base, as a team, like no one really wants them to do too too well. Uh, unless you're one of those like hockey purists who just like love their attempts at assembling a team and just being like, hey, we're just going to load up with everything that we can, make the best team each year, screw any kind of long-term consequences. Uh, it's an interesting strategy, if nothing else. Absolutely. Well, make it, it would definitely make, make for an uh, interesting thing. I've, I've got, I've got a, you know, some friends who are hockey fans down here. We're getting it. We're probably going to get ready to watch the playoffs with, not very many of our teams in there, so it'll be. <laughs> it's a day. It'll be. A, it'll be. It'll be different. But back to this conversation, though, as we cl- get ready to close things off. Once again, you say four to two hurricanes. Yep. Again, I say six to two hurricanes. Um, they don't get. They don't. They don't bounce. The Coyotes aren't able to bounce back quite yet. When Chicago comes later this week, then we'll start talking about you know a a uh, a gasp of fresh air a little bit, so to speak. Yeah, and, and I think uh, I think your prediction is extremely reasonable. Uh, I think it's definitely uh, probably more likely than mine. So, if nothing else, bet on Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I would I like look over the last games I've predicted. I'm like, no, you know what? I think the Coyotes are going to be closer this time. I think yeah. they got it. And they've completely surprised me the opposite way. So I'm going to – I am predicting that far and hoping it goes the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Something's got to work eventually. Right? It, it just, you just got to – you know, either I'm right again, I'm right finally again, or the betting trends, to, you know, the betting guys are just like, you know what? We don't like what Robin's doing. We can screw her, you know. <laughs> yeah, what are the two? What are the two? <laughs> Anyways, though, that is about it for today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you get to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. I also want to uh, go ahead and also recommend you guys check out your, your another next episode. Check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey with with uh, Steel Rodden and Philip Livingstone. Help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. But back to here, don't forget to interact with us on social media. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik FFH. Interact with us, ask the question, we might answer them right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.